The American dream has become a nightmare. Signs of the time are on cardboard on corners in town. Like a cancer that's silently spreading, there's an unspoken fear. We're on our way down. We must eat America back. Main Street to Wall Street, cities and states, Washington D.C. Before it's too late, there's not long. We need leaders who lead us, not stick us and bleed us, then ransom our future and our children's. That's wrong. We must eat America. As liberty weeps, our forefathers spin in their graves. Pray God will bless some way out of this mess. We must take America back. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is the National Intel Report. Your host, John Statmiller, with you on this Wednesday, 15 July 2020. And are there woods in Florida because Steve Elkins is finally out of the woods? <laughs> I'm back. I, you're back. I'm back. Well, uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, we got you in queue here. And I've got an advertiser that um, I'm bringing up today. And uh, he's got a a different twist on an old laborious procedure. And it's not one that many people know about or even think about unless you're in the business or you know somebody that is. Chris Bolton. Hello, Chris. John. How you doing? Good evening, Steve. How hey, you doing? Good evening. Good evening. Good. Oh, you, you know of this guy, Chris? I hear him a lot on on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, gu- I'm guilty of that. Yeah, that's true. Hey, look, um, you've got a product. And uh, you rolled the dice with us. I was hoping that uh, there was individuals that were on the network that didn't blow out, right, Steve? Uh, that they could have helped with this because they had a lot of contacts in the cattle industry or uh, cow growing industry. I don't know exactly how you put that. Uh, a farmer, I guess you could say. But at any rate, uh, Chris, you've you've got a product for lifting. Uh, carcass, pig, cow carcass that used to be done kind of laboriously, uh, a lot of back injuries, a lot of injuries, period, a lot of stressing and straining, trying to, um, you know, haul around and, and move carcasses, hundreds and hundreds of pounds. What is it that you came up with that made that job a lot easier? It's it's called the ease-off, and uh, that's what we call it. It's actually an electronic carcass drop, and the old carcass drop used to have a spring in it, and it would just let, allow it to come down, and then it would have a break, and it'd stop it. And this one, it actually has a motor on it so that you can actually pick the carcass up and put it back up on the top rail or bring it down as where you want it. You could do just about anything you need to with it. 
So any, anybody that's familiar with, uh, that's ever pulled an engine out of a car and has had a motorized uh, unit that's like on an I-beam, you got that hand control, you know, up, down, whatever the case may be, and it's more precise and more exact as well. Not only is it just, and, and what you're describing here, it sounds to me like the old style uh, was kind of like a mechanical preloaded thing, and that was it and you got what you were going to get, but you couldn't control it, correct? Yeah, that's correct. Okay. When I first saw one, uh, it, they were having so much trouble with the brake and everything on it, and the spring would break on the inside. So the brake on it, and the, you would have to adjust that, you know, two, three times a month. And this one, uh, the first one that I built was for a guy who had a, uh, a meat market, and he was going to get his back operated on. And I asked him, you know, what was the problem? He said, from picking up the meat and trying to get it over to the saw, you know, they would cut a quarter of the beef off and mm -hmm. he would get it over to the saw. Mm -hmm. And he went to get his back operated on, and that's when I decided, you know, we could we could really make something. So I made I made the ease off, and um, it it's it's really big with the with the meat markets. Now um, you, that that you, you that... use it in your you could use it in your in your garage if you wanted to, you know, uh, take out motors and, you know, load the back of your truck or pick up your lawnmower to, you know, change the blades or whatever. But, you know, you can you can definitely it's got a lot of a lot of um, capabilities for it. A lot of different applications. Uh, right. OK, the website again is ease off. Spell that out for the listening audience, if you would. E-A-Z-E-O-F-F dot com. Okay, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F dot com. All right. Now, you're... What, what is the maximum lift on that, you know, miming the torque? What's the maximum you can hold on this? It's a 2,000-pound it's a motor on there. It, oh. It'll lift, it'll lift a, a carcass, 1,000 pounds right up on the rail. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So this guy's back injury was your way to creating something that people don't have to kill themselves trying to move beef or pig carcasses around or anything else or for that matter <laughs> for use in your garage if you're pulling an engine or whatever the case may be but right. uh, deer hunters as well uh, you guys that uh, process deer uh, oh yeah they they do a lot on, in the deer season down here they do a lot of deer and, and and that thing works really well for them well, and, and that's that's another point of interest, if you know anybody. And, and a lot of guys, you know, the rough and tumble, I'll go out and shoot my deer, and I'll strip it and skin it and process it and do all that. There's some diehard guys out there, but there's also people that don't have the time or the facilities to process their own deer, so they take them to what? A deer processor that has to manhandle these deer around. And, uh, you know, for something that you don't do every single day, uh, you're going to be using muscles that probably have atrophied, <laughs> you know, because of non-use. But uh, like we all know, uh, we do a heavy laboring, twisting, bending, whatever the case may be. We know about it real quickly. Uh, sometimes you can't get out of bed. Sometimes you got to get out the eating pad. But at any rate, it limits that physical damage or possibility there. Uh, and, and I think it, it, it's a great idea. And uh, this is... I guess you could describe this as like a niche product, but in the industry, it is—it's really revolutionary. It, it really is. I, I look at it as like you know the the old style um, 
uh, horse-drawn carts. Well, this one doesn't have a horse on it. This one has a motor on it now, like a vehicle. So cool. we've, we've moved from the old times to the new times. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'll tell you what. I, I, I Chris, I, I'm going to bring you back on as many times as I have to to make your phone ring. Because this is so unique. I don't think the average listener out there is going, well, that doesn't have anything to do with me. Well, doesn't it? Do you know somebody that uh, does your processing for your beef? Uh, do you know beef farmers out there? You know, do Actually, you know, you mentioned it. The, this one, when you're skinning your deer, you can actually skin your deer with this one because it lifts up. It, you know, when you hook the, the deer to it, you can hook the skin to the bottom. And then you could pick it right up, and it'll skin your deer for you. Uh, in a lot faster fashion. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Chris, i got to ask you a question. Are you, did you invent this yourself? Did you invent this? Yes, I did. Uh, i got a second question, follow-up, is were you, are you a big fan of the TV show, How It's Made? I never saw it. I don't have a TV Are you serious? Now. Oh. Oh wow! No, I I haven't well, had a TV for probably twenty five years. Good, good. You, you can probably go on YouTube and watch a couple old shows there, but uh, the oh, show is about te- technology. I don't have a computer either. He doesn't have a computer. Oh. Oh. See, he <laughs> he's an off the he's an off the grid kind of guy. You have a cell he phone. is off the grid. He's got a cell phone. <laughs> okay. I don't have a cell phone. Oh, you don't have a cell phone. No, all they have is a landline. A hard line, uh, okay. old okay. school. You know, I have a yeah. brother in California. He does all my computer work and everything, so that's that's what he does out there. Well, you you okay. told me, I talked to you yesterday, and you told me that uh, you got a guy that finally got in contact with you that was about an hour and a half from you. Uh, quickly tell that story. Recount that for me. Well, he called up. Uh, he was an hour and a half from here, and he wanted he wanted me to work on some equipment uh, for the for the meat market. A tumbler and a and a um, vacuum packer, mm-hmm. and I told him I, I really didn't do that anymore. But he, he kind of you know was in a bind, and he and I said if you bring it over here, then I'll go ahead and and uh, take a look at it for you. So he did. He he brought it on over, and he, and when we were talking and everything, he he said uh, I said well you know the ease off, and he said yeah. I'd really like to get one of those. And I said, well, I make those. And he didn't even realize that I made them. And, and he was just blown away that, you know, hey, this guy makes these off. <laughs> so, <laughs> and he'd heard about it, and he didn't know he was that close to you. Well, you know, you're, right. you're, you're one of the industry's best-kept secrets. I've got to tell you that. And, and one... I'm trying to get the name out there so that people will know. And I, I, I want to say that, you know, there's an awful lot of um, – stuff going on in the meat industry where we have uh, the different countries have are producing more of our meat than we do. So we have all these um, small businesses over here. They really need to take up the slack, and, and this will actually help them take up the slack because it'll, it'll make it uh, easier, faster, more efficient for you to do these beef because usually what they use is a is a uh, a hoist and they have to get a hook up there and hook it up. It takes a it takes a little while to do all this in order to bring your beef down. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm telling you, this one you just roll it on, push the button, comes down. I even have it uh, right now where we have a cordless remote 
So it's a little tiny remote you can put in your pocket. It looks like a, about the size of a cigarette pack. Mm-hmm. And, and it has a cordless remote, so there's no cords hanging off of it. And you just do it like that. So, I mean, I, I've, I've taken this thing all the way to as far as I can take it. So, Well, and, and again, that product is Ease-Off, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F. And if you spell... Dot com. Dot com. If you spell Ease, folks, E-A-S-E, uh, that's not going to go anywhere. It's no, e- you're not going to get it. E-A-Z-E-O-F-F dot com. So, you know, if we, if we can ask the listeners out there, do you know a deer processor? Do you know a meat packer? Do you know anybody that's a relative or friends or whatever? Why don't you give them that address, easeoff.com? This, and this is one of the things, and I feel this, this is one of the things, and it doesn't matter whatever industry it is, something comes along and people look at it and they scratch their head and say, well, why wasn't this done before? This is really cool. And you're right at that stage that once it starts to crack the industry, everybody's going to have them. Right, but for right now, yeah, you're, you're you've got the product, you perfected it, you've got different different models, you've got yeah, it I've all got s- on it. Nobody else has a patent on it, so I have the patent on it. And- there, there you go. So, folk- hey, Chris, could I make a suggestion to you? <clears throat> sure. I, uh, I I worked in the wine industry, and I had a small vineyard and a small winery, and I'm looking at the web page right now, and I use the old of a block and tackle to lift my big barrels which weighed over 500 pounds a piece and move them around this thing here i'm looking at it right now and uh john you can give my email or i'll just give you my email contact me and i'll put you in contact with with sonoma county winemakers um there's a big convention coming up in mm. december mm. you should probably think about marketing this to the wine industry because this would be easy for the small vineyard the small winery to move around barrels in their barrel room Sure. And instead of the old-fashioned way, a lot of times we use, a, of course, a forklift to pick up the, the racks. We'll take the whole rack down. But if you want to move with just one barrel, a couple, couple racks, this thing looks like it would work pretty well. I could have used this in my winery. You know, yeah, I, that's yeah. a good idea. You know, I often wondered about that. You know, how do you move those barrels around? Because they're stout, the way they're built. And I, and I actually know the way barrels, wooden barrels are made and the straps and all that other stuff. But I often wondered, how the hell do you move these things around when they're full? Well, here, here, here is an outstanding way. Um, I'll tell you what, uh, do me a favor here, Chris. Hang on the line. Yeah. We'll give you uh, Steve Elkin's uh, information, and you can contact him. I, I'm, Steve, I'm glad you're here because I never even considered that. That yeah, I'm is, looking at it right now. That is this outstanding. Would work that is outstanding. Yeah, you could build a brace in your wine room there and, and simply move it, slide it on a rail, system right over where you want and strap onto it and pick it up wow. and bring it back down. Piece of cake. Well, see there? We've already figured out another application. <laughs> wouldn't, it, <laughs> wouldn't, it be something, wouldn't it be something, Chris, if it took off with the winery industry world, worldwide and not the uh, processing people? Well, that's what I said. You can, you can do it in the processing. You can do it in your garage. You can do it just about any place that you know you have a top rail. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and um, I just wanted to say for the month of July, you know, we, we have the $200 off on the, on the ads. But I'm going to give an extra fifty dollars off if they call in and, and say, mention that they they heard it on RBN. I'll, I'll give them the two hundred fifty dollars off. All right. Well, that. Let, well, let me let me give it out the phone number here. It's four one seven nine three two six four one nine, and that web address again is e a z e o f f dot com. 
Phone number again for Chris Bolton, 417-932-6419. Hey, Chris, you got a heck of a thing. I hope we can be a part of moving that along for you, and I appreciate your consideration and continued support on this network. Thank you. All righty, Chris. God bless. Talk to, hold on. Uh, Mike will okay. take you down and give you that information. Okay. All righty. See that after how many weeks have you been out, Mr. Elkins? You come on the program. Five you weeks. come up. You come up with an after five weeks absence. You come on the show for a few minutes. Boom! You're helping somebody out. Well, you know, I love the little guy. I love the the little guy entrepreneur, and uh, I, I see this is what got winery written all over it. I would have used this instead of what I had, which was much slower to move my barrels around, and they're heavy when they're full. Oh, a sixty gallon barrel. Is very very heavy when it's full. Well, so, uh, uh, that's it, that, that's four hundred and eighty pounds minus the weight that, of the barrel. That's right. Damn that. Yeah, try moving that around unless you're yeah. Charles Atlas. Yeah. All right. Well, you've been on hiatus. Let's uh, bring people up to speed on what the hell happened to you, pal. Oh, jeez, nightmare, nightmare. I just want to say also to the listeners, I got a lot of emails and uh, people caring and prayers. Thank you, people, for. Uh, for the, all those prayers. I really do appreciate that. It meant a lot to me. And suggestions of what I needed to do to break up these kidney stones. But um, everything I tried did not work, John. It uh, came down to I had a, a CAT scan. And uh, they you said they say you've got hydronephrosis, which is a backup in the kidneys there, and it's kind of getting inflamed. And uh, you've got stones, so let's see how big they are. And they somebody read my, my film on my CT scan. And said, "You've got some big stones, way too big. There's no way you'll ever." Pass well, I've those. often said that about you, anyhow. So. Yeah, yeah, I got big stones. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So um, they're not going to pass. Good try, but the COVID experience here has have put me so far behind trying to get in because the hospitals are totally freaking out, and I just wonder how many people have actually died who never got in to be seen for their ailments and problems. I was on hiatus there for. A total of four weeks. This is tomorrow. Today is actually the first week, first my post-op for one week now. And uh, the stones were so big, proximal and distal in my left ureter, that they said uh, you had some moving through urine, but you didn't have much. Your, your right side was doing all the work, and this was bad. You would never pass the stone. So good try, and uh, sorry about all this inconvenience with covid and I've got some great stories to share on Sunday uh, that you talked about it today, that you and I were thrown in jail yesterday. Mm-hmm. I uh, <clears throat> surprised I was not thrown in jail also because I had an altercation because I had to go to do pre-testing for COVID before I could actually go in the hospital. And that was a nightmare. And I think I'd, I'd, I'd reached my tolerance level for stupidity. And uh, a woman walking out, a little portly woman with little stick legs and a big body, like a big giant egg with little stick legs, came out holding a clipboard and belting orders at me. And I think that was pretty much what put me over the edge. If you'd seen the movie Porky's, well, she resembled Beulah Ballbreaker. You remember this little <laughs> fat, fat pork, portly woman? And um, I went off and I felt good. I'll tell you what, a lot of people are right on that edge. And we have something for you today, folks. Um, A pharmacist is spilling the beans. We'll talk more about that when we get back. Steve Elkins is on board, fresh from Stone City. Extend your life with Extend Your Life. 
Extendivite really works. Here are some reviews from Amazon.com. John Hess, 5 out of 5 stars. Awesome. Probably my only review, but at age 40, I was getting bad heart throb and left arm pain, mainly before bed. I even stopped smoking and drinking sodas for a month, and that didn't work. After one day of taking Extendivite, it was gone and hasn't returned in three years. I've ordered Extendivite 13 times, so Amazon just said. Juliet Hordick. I've ordered this product before in liquid form. It is fantastic. My whole family's been on it. To order, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit our website at heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now, but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then common core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge and knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. Deception, the deception. Steve, uh, so Beulah Ballbreaker, you were in this hospital, and she's out there with a clipboard, and she's got something on her mind, and she was going oh. after you, and what happened? I, like I said, I, I reached my, my level of tolerance or intolerance, I guess. It, it just got over the top, and... Um, <clears throat> I've answered, I filled the paperwork out, my travel, if I've been in association with people who have had coughs and colds and COVID and this and that, and then on the 10th time that I've been asked the question or handed the sheet to fill out this paperwork, 
Ten times, I've, that was it. I think that was the one, it, the, the straw that broke the camel's back, that I just had enough of this nonsense. And um, I didn't like her attitude. And it's funny that they find these COVID warriors, I call them COVID warriors, these uneducated people who get a little bit of power, a little bit of a clipboard and hold a little bit of power to uh, belt orders and tell you where to stand, and how far back you must stand. And I, I unleashed on her and uh, she told me you're rude. And I thought she's going to be calling the police here pretty soon. I do need this test to get done and it needs to be negative and it's not negative. They got to prepare in the OR a totally different way. And I'll talk about that on Sunday because that was a total joke too. But uh, And the testing would be done a certain time. And uh, I had to go back out to my car, and they would call me. Then I'd go back to point A again, put my head out the window, put my head back, and some woman in a gown and a mask and a face shield would stick a swab up my nose to get my sample. Um, John, I- I'm just I'm tired of it. I am just tired of it, and I, th- I don't think I'm the only one who's going to blow their lid on the nonsense. And this... I'm thankful that you sent me this uh, pharmacist that blew the whistle. I had another couple of other videos we could share, too. But uh, somebody else who'd finally said, I can't, I can't comply, I can't go along with the agenda. And I'm in the same boat. My wife came home today, and I said, you got to watch these videos. And she says, right now, I said, sometime the next day, she's so burnt out on this. And she does understand this is a scamdemic, plamdemic my friends are calling me. They're wising up. We're trying to figure out plan B. We're coming up with a strategy. But the bottom line is we all have to unite now. We have to come together, and we have to push back. I'm saying we need to collapse the system. It's already kind of collapsed the economy right now because they want it that way. We're going to have to go further than that. We're going to have to burn it to the ground. And I'm not talking about physically burn it to the ground, but collapse it that we all say, I'm not going to comply with that. Shut it down completely. Well, yesterday, then, we have a, then we'll have a voice. Yeah. Yesterday, uh, I have been telling people, you know, uh, don't do the born, uh, horn blowing in cop's face, you know, the bullhorn exercise. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I mean, up until just recently, I was following my own prescription and my own advice. I would talk to anybody anywhere and whatever level they were at, I'd drop down or speed up or do whatever, but I never had a problem communicating with people. Now, whether that message was received would be another matter. That depends on the other individual. But yesterday, I went into Batteries Plus. It's a uh, it's a chain uh, here in Texas. I don't know if anybody else uh, has those stores in their state, but it's a battery shop. They sell car batteries, motorcycle batteries, flashlight batteries. I mean, all kinds of batteries. And I needed a battery for my key fob, my remote for my car. Walked in, there was a black guy in there with his kid. Um, Then I'm waiting, I'm just looking around. And uh, they left. I walked up to the counter. The kid that's behind sheets of plexiglass with a mask on says, I can't serve you unless you wear a mask. And I said, well, I don't have one. He says, well, you got to leave the store. And I started to explain to him, and he looked at me and he says, you have to leave. And I said, well, to get me to leave, you better call the cops. Well, what did he do? Turned around and he started calling the cops. I freaking lost it, Steve. I mean, I lost it. And, you know, you have to have compassion or sympathy, but now I have empathy for people that have been trying to keep their stuff together. 
but it's just the psychological operation. People's mental state right now is uh, one of anger, confusion. Uh, I mean, it, it's just absolutely horrible. Now, I'm going to go back into that shop, and I'm going to go talk to that kid because I felt badly. He looked at me, and he told me, he said, look, this is company policy. If I don't do it, I'm going to lose my job. They will fire me. Now, folks, I need you to understand one thing. These people aren't RBN listeners. They haven't been brought up to speed on the scamdemic, plandemic, the planned pitfalls and pratfalls that they have laid before us. I mean, they just don't know because their source of information has been their friends or maybe them online, maybe they're in a chat room on you know, Facebook or whatever, but they have not been getting the straight news. So now they're faced with this, Steve, that, you know what, this is... This is policy. You either have to do this or you can go find another job, and good luck with that one. I want to spend, Steve, when we get back, I want to spend a few more minutes on this because this is crystallized for me. And I need to get this out, man, before I split wide open like an overripe watermelon. Sounds good. Was that a racist comment? I'm sorry. <laughs> Somebody probably would say yes. I would say so, probably. We'll be back. Sure it's not. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. What would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive. Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com, and hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. Did you know that you can be tracked and traced when you're online? With identity theft and cybercrimes on the rise, your passwords, your identity, and even your physical location can be revealed to complete strangers. Would you like to surf the Internet anonymously and not have to worry about these threats? Well, now you can by visiting PatriotInternet.com. For about $2 per month, PatriotInternet.com will conceal your IP address and your physical location, allowing you to browse the web, send emails, and instant message anonymously. PatriotInternet.com will bypass filters, block sites, and keyword blocking. You can also bypass logging by your router and your ISP. With PatriotInternet.com, there is no software to install and uses 128-bit encryption for your protection. When using wireless hotspots, PatriotInternet.com shields your information from identity thieves and is compatible with Windows, Mac, and Linux. Protect your identity and your freedom with anonymous Internet access from PatriotInternet.com. Visit PatriotInternet.com today. 
Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you, and your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Please call 855-253-3748. 855-2-KEEP-IT-TODAY. We are back. Now, the reason that I feel, Steve, that this needs a little further delving into is because we know what's going on. We know the pandemic. We can see exactly how they're doing, how, it was, how this scam was constructed, how they're implementing it, how on top of 10 years, folks, of just a lousy economy that was somehow hobbling along, millions of people still out of work, many people lost their businesses, lost their homes, their families, they lost it all. And here we are limping along, people are feeling a little bit better, at least they can take a breath every once in a while, and then we're hit with this COVID-19 crap. And they were... They were a little late, and it was janky the way they put this thing together because there was too many people that were going, wait a minute. Now, to ensure that you weren't paying too much attention, you needed another distraction. You needed Antifa and Black Lives Matter and people painting in streets and shooting people and pulling down statues and eh, pretty much racial unrest. Yeah, you needed that as another distraction, so they piled that on as well. Well, Steve... For the people out there that the only source of information they have are the official sounding agencies like the CDC or whatever the case may be, or agency officials coming forth uh, like Mr. Fauci, uh, giving their brand of stuff, but which, by the way, uh, Fauci just came out with another zinger going, there's going to be another 80,000 deaths by this November. Uh, using their model. Now, yeah. the point being here, folks, is it's one thing to be sympathetic, but it's one thing to be empathetic. And I've got a great amount of empathy now because now I understand what these people are going through that don't have a clue as to who's lying to them and for what reason. They, I mean, they just don't. They just know this, Steve, that they're given a choice right now, and you've got to decide right now. You You don't have days or weeks or months to think about it. You've got to make that decision right now. Are you going to go along with this protocol? Are you going to put a mask on at your job here? 
or are you going to lose your job because you're not following the policy or the company's protocol? Uh, they're getting their information from the supposed health officials, and this what needs to be done in order to stop this pandemic. And it's, it's that serious, we will fire you unless you go along. But they're also applying to small business owners the very same pressure, threatening to lift their licenses if they do not comply with that policy by the letter of what they're calling their law, which isn't even a law. Steve, I am... Uh, we're going to play a video here. I sent this to you yesterday, and you'd watched it several times. Yes, I have. And this woman is a pharmacist, and she worked for CVS. Uh, Can I make one comment first, John? Yeah, please. Let me make one comment. Yeah. Is that this scam, the scamdemic, plandemic that they have, COVID-19, was not It really wasn't. To the thinking man, this is pretty simple. You can look at all the evidence. We talked about Event 201. There's many things, red flags, to say, wait a minute here. This doesn't make sense. That's contradictory. This is contradictory. This wasn't well hid. They were relying on using fear and uh, that their dumbing down process over the last 30 years in your TV programming has has you uh, confused and uh, not. you've lost the ability to use rational thinking critical thinking, um, they relied on that quite a bit, heavily on that, the dumb-down process, and also using fear. And when it comes down to Fauci, I've been wondering, everybody's saying, why is Fauci still there? Why hasn't Trump got rid of Fauci? Good question. Uh, they, the media has made Fauci out to be this savior, mm-hmm. godsend, the smartest guy on the planet. And I'll have to agree with Tom Rogers out in Utah, who's a retired pathologist, the smartest guy in the room is not in the room. He's in the basement. And that guy gives the information, and it trickles up to a certain class there, and it's filtered, and it's, it's changed and manipulated, and then manufactured something else that's quite different from the original. And uh, I agree, the smartest guy in the room is in the basement, and you're not going to hear yeah. from that guy. And, and, you're not going to hear from him. And right now, Trump is being, uh, he's being trapped because mm-hmm. he did the right things. When this thing first came, he, he limited uh, air travel from China, did all the things that he thought were necessary. But this woman relates that Trump is trying to send you a message, and I, I want people to pay particular attention to that as well. Um, well, I'll tell you what, rather than continuing to talk about this, this is a woman... This cost her her family, it cost her her job, it has cost her everything, because she wasn't going to, on the pharmacological side of this. She was not going to go along with it, and she was the she was the person there that was, uh, well, yeah, uh, we'll give you an injection, yeah, we'll give you, uh, you know, we'll, we'll give you these uh, these shots, and and she just couldn't she just couldn't deal with it anymore. Here is the presentation she gave. And she, by the way, she refers to the Mandela effect, and that's something else she was working on. She's got a web page for that. But specifically, she came out about personally how this has affected her and what has happened. Here we go. You don't know the legislation that's coming. Uh, it's just, it's, it's going to be so bad. Now, the whole reason I'm finally breaking down and doing a video is because just like you've heard, the physicians get practice updates from the boards of medicine. Uh, all the healthcare practitioners that are licensed professions get practice updates as well. And we've been getting uh, board of pharmacy updates, you know, every couple weeks or every month or whatever. And, and we just got another one last night. And it just is absolutely horrific. It is really horrific 
what's coming. And anybody who's getting practice updates, you need to read into them and use those as a gauge to really think about what's coming. Don't just listen to whatever practice guidelines they're sending you because, you know, all the people that were put on ventilators and had their lungs blown out, you, you know they weren't uh, COVID deaths. You know, they had broken arms. They had, you know, bronchitis. They had anything. And you already know, the people who are watching this video, you know, that the doctors were told that they need to put COVID-19 as a cause of death. And if they weren't, and if they were tested and they were negative, they still had to list them as a, you know, comorbid uh, cause of death. It's just ridiculous. The lies are ridiculous. Um, and it's all to bump the numbers up so that people will believe there's a problem. And the reason why they want everyone to wear masks is so that we all reinforce the image that there's a big problem so that people will believe there's a problem. Now, let me, let me just tell you something. Okay, the, the newest thing that they're doing with pharmacy, don't know why we didn't hear about this, why we didn't have any input, you know, go up to Tallahassee, whatever, but it's already done. So now they've made uh, pharmacists limited practitioners under protocol for specific conditions. Now, given the big problems, um, you know, the typical problems that we have, you know, diabetes, uh, hypercholesterolemia, hypertension, and, you know, the doctors are swamped with that. Hence, you know, we've got the advanced nurse practitioners that work under protocols, work under physicians, PAs that work under protocol, under physicians, to help alleviate the bulk of their, pa uh, bulk of their patient load for some of the things that they can triage and prescribe. So, wouldn't it be weird if they just implemented... Now, now, pharmacists are going to be under protocol with physicians for what disease states or what conditions would make sense. Well, given what's going on now, it shouldn't come as a surprise to you that it's going to involve um, COVID and influenza-related uh, vaccinations issues and uh, testing. That shouldn't surprise you. But what really got me was instead of hypertension, diabetes, cholesterol, anything normal, what they've put in place are things that you would predominantly see in a population after there has been a complete destruction, destruction in an environment, in a community, in a state, in a country. Um, they wouldn't go out of their way to get a law passed and specifically name these four things unless they knew that these four things were going to soon be an issue. I hope you understand what I'm going to say because can't tell my family, just like with the Mandela Effect stuff, they can't hear me. They're going around wearing masks, and I, I try to tell them anything. They cannot hear a word I say. And it is just, I'm so tired. I'm so exhausted. I am absolutely exhausted from the sheer 
everything that I, I got to deal with here. It's just, it's too much. So what are they putting in place under protocol? Well, one of them are lice, treatment for lice and skin infections and uh, streptococcus and of course the influenza and the other COVID bullshit. Now, why wouldn't, why wouldn't we be seeing uh, treating these other, you know, chronic health conditions that, you know, are such a cost burden? You know, you can treat lice over the counter. This means they're referring to body lice, scabies, and what's coming is so horrific that the new legislation had to be passed to allow all pharmacies to treat body lice infections so and everything else. So what's up with the lice and the skin infections? Which, by the way, when you hear me speaking, this is actually information that she put on the screen. And there's a little pause in the soundtrack here, so I'm going to have to stop it and read it to you so it translates and it makes sense to you. At any rate. It's because they know they're bringing or they know what's coming, and there's going to be grid down people in packed quarters, you know, rampant lice, rampant skin infections, rampant filth everywhere. This is coming. This is coming. Um, you know, and to begin with, I don't understand, you know, if they're saying, you know, the recovery rate is almost 100%, well then why the hell do we even need a vaccine? Why does anybody need a vaccine? Why do they need to invest billions of dollars on this whole new legal and infrastructure, medical, everything that they're doing for this? Now, I'll tell you, when, before, when this was a epidemic, before it was even a pandemic, and I went to do some CE online within one month of it being declared epidemic, not pandemic. One of these CE modules was for uh, state-specific COVID laws. There were already state-specific well, COVID laws. Are... Okay, this is what she's saying, and I goofed and I went past my spot here. Let me get back. Uh, I don't want to leave anything out of this. You know, about the hydroxychloroquine. And the next thing you know, there are mandates, and I'm talking globally, and penalties for physicians not to prescribe this, uh, pharmacists not to prescribe this, within like seven days of him making the announcement and getting flooded with phone calls myself at the pharmacy from physicians all over the country who were calling, had hired people to call every single pharmacy they could in whatever state they could try to find hydroxychloroquine uh, so that they could, you know, buy it for their family members, for themselves, for their friends, whoever. And that quick, and I'm talking globally, and I know it wasn't just U.S. efforts because like a lot of other people, um, you know, I know of some online pharmacies that don't require prescriptions for non-controls and um, had sent to get an order for myself, 60 tablets, and had to read this whole long disclosure, and it was listed for different countries for different things, different rules, different... It, it's just, uh, yeah, that quick, that quick. Um, you know, there's a reason why President Trump and a lot of other people, including Fauci when he's not on camera, are not wearing a mask. 
you know, they're trying to tell you something without coming right out and telling you, and people are not listening. I have so many people that walk up to the pharmacy, you know, before they could find a mask to buy anywhere, that were putting bras across their face, underwear across their face. You know, these people, these evil elite, you know, other species that are here now in the end days are just laughing their ass off at the submission that they're getting these people to undergo. It's absolutely horrific. And for nothing, there's nothing out there. Now, for those people who are going to, you know, come back and charge, oh, my brother died of this, my mother died of this, you know what? I'm telling you, you don't know what you're talking about, and they didn't die of COVID. What's going on out there, if you remember, okay, for any healthcare professionals are out there, you're going to know what I'm talking about. Ever since the beginning of time, every textbook that's been written... Yeah, crotch rocket. Every textbook that's been written for any allied healthcare school knows, like the ABCs, that the number of, you know, average influenza cases in the U.S. is 36,000 people. We know that number like the back of our hand. Every one of us does because it's that's the number it's been every single year until we hit 2018, 2019, and then all of a sudden we saw a spike up to 80,000 cases of influenza. Hmm. And um, they weren't talking about anything on the news about it other than, oh, it's a little bit of a difficult, you know, more difficult year. Or, you know, that the, um, you know, the vaccine strain didn't match up with what was, uh, you know, circulating around. Despite not being a good match, the CDC changed their recommendations and stated that everybody should receive a second flu shot. Mm -mm -mm. And many people came back to ask for that second vaccination, were given cash, gift cards, free groceries in exchange for the inducement for taking the vaccine. It doesn't matter if it matches up or not. The average number every year is 36,000. So now it's 80,000 in, you know, 2018, uh, 2019. So what you're seeing out there is a combination of a few different things. Before I talk about the first thing, I'll tell you in advance that I'm not going to talk about the second thing. She actually posts that, uh, but she doesn't talk about it on the video. She says, because the second thing is nefarious and it's being done to ensure belief, uh, people believe that this is real. I wish I could have produced this video. Um, One, if you can, people don't remember from day to day nothing, but if you'll think back to the flu season, 2018, 2019, you know, I had so many people coming into the pharmacy with coughs that were lasting, you know, two months or longer, you know, just really, really sick, um, wanting to know what they could do. Well, they got those antibodies from whatever that strain of influenza virus was, coronavirus was, whatever it was. And now when they're doing testing, what you're finding positive, and they'll freely tell you if you just look in the clinical literature, that if you've had a flu shot or a quadrivalent shot or, uh, you know, past coronavirus strain, influenza strain, you know, there's the likelihood you're going to show up positive. I guarantee you we're all positive. But they're going to use positive results to enter homes, remove people from homes, and take them to quarantine or treatment centers or whatever the case Maybe uh, from whatever was going around 2018, 2019, when everybody was getting real sick. So you need to not be going in those lines 
and getting tested for COVID. Again, listen to the president and understand why he's telling people don't do it and why he wants to limit the testing because he knows what's going on. He's trying to tell people and people aren't listening. If the pandemic was real and there is a reported recovery rate of 100%, then why do people need to be removed from their homes to quarantine for a treatment? The tracking and tracing system is designed so anyone without cause, anyone deemed to be undesirable or a threat to the new world system can be pulled from home for quarantine, lethal treatment, or maybe even disposal. Hmm. Waiting for this. Hold on. Go search the contract uh, tracing job ads to see the structure is being set up. Each level will be pressured from the level above to meet given productivity quotas. This is real, folks. This is really going on. It's being set up all over the country. This is not a joke. This is not a dry run. It's being done. If a contract uh, contact tracer takes a job because it pays well and the tracer knows what's going on but doesn't want to turn over any identified individuals, uh, know that this won't be possible. They've already thought of that. Little chinks in their armor, they've ironed them out. Tracers call all identified people from a list they are provided and gather extensive information on all people associated with the identified people. Tracers then refer to any and all involved people for testing, quarantine, and treatment. Not only will there be supervisors on top of the supervisors to ensure workers are doing their bidding, and yeah, they're throwing a lot of money at this, folks. They're going to have all the resources. They're also hiring tracing workers to listen over the phone calls and conversations between the tracers and the identified people. They wouldn't be able to warn people if they even wanted to. And this is how many people who get this job without any health care education Uh, do you think are going to want to warn people? They're just going to be as stupid as the many people they're going to be calling on the phones. Well, John, your your 5G is going to be very, very busy, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. 5G to survey the people, spy on the people. You know, there's been videos that have been taken down, but tons of people have seen, have, you know, redistributed of nurses who were getting suspect and made up a bunch of, you know, fake names, turned in the tests, And they were all positive. Well, you know, why is it that people can't seem to understand that, you know, they're saying you can't get COVID at Walmart and Target, but you're going to get COVID if you go to a barber or, you know, go to a restaurant and eat a meal. They're bankrupting small business owners. Why can't people see this? That's exactly what they're doing. You know, and if everybody doesn't start not doing what they're saying, this thing is going to start spiraling a lot faster than it already is, which I'm already surprised at how quickly this is spiraling. Um, And I try to tell people whenever I get a chance at the pharmacy that this is literally the biggest power grab in history that's taking place. And um, Now, let, let me pause here because we're coming up on top of the hour break, Steve. And this is a power grab. 
Now, I, I want people to understand this. You know, they tried to hook us into what? Uh, the globalist um, 2030. Uh, well, that was the United Nations thing. Uh, then there was global warming. Uh, that's still on the back burner. That's going to come forth again. They tried to convince everybody that the year is going to end. Thank you, Cassio Cortez, in 12 years, but she amended that. Uh, but at any rate. Uh, so then we have the BLM and the Antifa thrown in there. Before that, around Trump's election, it was uh, the Russian, uh, you know, all that uh, folder all that went on. This has been one weapon of mass distraction time after time after time. And as you mentioned, Steve, the 5G. Uh, that is being implemented, being put in schools, being put in all across the country. Now, folks, uh, depending on your level of knowledge on the 5G and all the aluminum you have in your head, and guess what? Well, we discovered that that fluoridation and that blood-brain barrier, that fluoridation allows that aluminum to cross over into your brain. So you start having the droolies and you start uh, having memory loss prematurely. This is absolutely horrendous. And by the way, Steve, um, I've noticed here in the last couple of days, been hot in hell here in Texas. Guess what we have not had? Not one stinking chemtrail. Not one. Interesting. Yeah. So that may have, maybe they have achieved what they needed to achieve with that. It's been going on for more than a decade. Uh, we're being tested and probed and prodded. This is not going to let up, folks. And, I, and I'll tell you, my BS meter is pegged all the way to the right. Inside, I am just a ball of energy, nervous ball of energy, because I see what's coming. And the problem is we don't even know how bad this is going to get or how it's going to play out. We have the indicators. We know we can project out where this is going. But... Let me tell you something here, right here, right now, today. Baby, you ain't seen nothing yet. They came out with a squirrel story last week out of Colorado. Oh, hey, you know, uh, we discovered bubonic plague again. And Fauci comes out and says, well, there's going to be 80,000 more deaths from this coronavirus COVID-19 even before the flu season starts in November. So they're not ratcheting down, folks. They're implementing their policies, they're doing this, running people out of business, pissing everybody off. Uh, Steve, my hands are shaking right now. This is how this has affected me. So I have, a, I have an empathetic feeling on how it's affecting you out there. Steve Elkins, John Statmiller, second hour coming up. Right. The conservative app offered by TalkStream Live that caters exclusively to the conservative talk radio community. Here you'll see only talk shows and podcasts from the conservative right. All the big broadcast names and online digital shows in one place. TalkRight makes it easy to find all your favorite conservative talkers with all the upscale features you come to expect from TalkStream Live. Keep up with the fast-paced political world. Download TalkRight today from Google Play or the App Store. The Republic Broadcasting Network, late night, premier show of Redfield Hardcore is hosted by activists that want to hear from you, the listeners, so that you can get involved in the activism. Please call in at 800-313-9443 at 10 p.m. to enter the discussion. To book yourself as a guest, call our studio at 202-657-5715 or contact RBN staff. Remember, keep it real and take the red pill. 
listening to Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. True, true.